Hello and welcome to Lights, Cameras, Blokes, a movie review slash discussion podcast with myself, Ned Colin, and my co-host, Sean Culligan. Today, Sean and I venture to the distant planet of Gygax to watch Psycho Goreman, but we're also talking about food in movies, we're talking about bikes, and we're answering listener mail, so stay tuned, enjoy, and see you on the other side. This uh, what what are we on like episode eight or something? I don't know. I think <laughs> I we're think on it. I think this something. is episode eight. Well, I think like we're we're pretty far into this now. You know, people may want to jump around. I've been suggesting to people they just like jump into whatever episode seems good. There are a couple of uh, you know there are a couple of favorites. I I always shout out and say go listen to this. What's yeah, your favorite? I don't know. I wrote that sleepaway camp script, and that's kind of my magnum opus at the moment. But yeah, I think that's the winner. That one in our last episode was it was very solid. I love that movie. Got a cookery. I got to watch it again. Yeah, I'll, I'll rewatch Got a Cookery 100%. Right, but, right up top. Yeah, well, I was just thinking because, because, you know, people may just jump into this one. I thought we could, like, do, like, who we are, you know, because people, this may be first time fans coming to this one. So I like that idea. Uh, yeah. Sean, do you want to just throw out your name, throw out something about you, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my name is Sean Culligan, one half of Lights, Cameras, Blokes. I am a 30 year old skateboarder boarding fingerboarding gundam building dork dude recently 30 may i just say and Shut uh up. you don't look a day over like i'd say 29 seven months or something i like you it look good. yeah yeah thanks man <laughs> you too <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> no thank you man thank you okay yeah cool well uh my name is um the sound of ashes settling on an eternal twilight battlefield, a bastion of fallen warriors soaked in blood and glory. They scream eternal in blissful agony. To hear my sounds is to know man as true unadorned chaos that will reap your soul of the delusion of reality. To speak my name would fill your lungs with dust of a fallen star. The cold fire of infinite entropy. You may have heard my title on the terrified cries of the milkmaiden as she perishes on the apex of the final blood moon. No language in this realm can imprison my immortal omnipresence. And, uh, I've been getting into baking sourdough lately, so... <laughs> <laughs> Just thought I'd set the tone, oh, man. Damn, uh, man. My name's Ned. My name's Ned. <laughs> and I haven't been baking any sourdough. You can't get me near one of those starter kits. I've uh, I bought a bike. I bought a bike recently. So there you go. Yeah, I mean you know you know what you're gonna have a lot of when, when you get a bike? Yeah, what? Time. Time? Time is a false construct that only exists for the primitive <laughs> beings unable to phase into the ninth dimension. Also, I got lost. <laughs> Dude, that oh, that was perfect. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, we'll talk about the movie we're talking about uh, a little later after we we do some admin. Uh, but yeah, a little admin up top. Very excited. I, I got about I got today. one that that I think I've been skipping over every every week that I've been telling a certain sister of mine that I would be uh, I'd be shouting out. But a few now months ago, my sister was at work talking about our podcast and she told her coworkers it's called lights cameras blokes you can follow them at instagram at lights.cameras.blokes and their coworkers were like oh, lights cameras blokes what's that do they do they talk about pornos 
What? I guess. So so here's here's a question to all of our followers in Australia. Does lights, cameras, insert blokes or lights, cameras, insert action, you know, like mm. whatever, whatever your <laughs> trifecta is. Does that give off the hint that we're we're recording a podcast on pornography? Because I I did not get the joke. And anyway. Also, I'd like to throw it out there. Uh, we could we could cover pornography if that's going to appease like an Australian market. I don't know if your sister would continue to listen, but uh, you know, I, I I don't think there's anything we should say we're not going to review. Definitely, like why why limit ourselves like that? I'll let you do that episode alone. I would absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Look out for the Ned special where uh, I talk about you know such classics as I I don't even have the strength. To make up a porn <laughs> name, <laughs> uh, but so yeah. hopefully we get four viewers out of that now because Kara's going to go back and tell them, my brother talked about our stupid ass conversation. Well, I'll just say quick then. Uh, I got a, I I promised a friend Henry. Uh, shout out Henry. He he was saying he he'd listened to a few of the episodes and he'd wanted a review on um, Edward Scissorhands. And I said okay. it's not really the kind of thing we review. But I thought to appease Henry, we'd just do a quick thirty second lights, cameras, blokes episode on Edward Scissorhands. So Sean, uh, Edward Scissorhands, uh, dude, he has scissors for hands, kind of doesn't go his way, uh, leaves his house, goes back. What did you think? Yeah, it was all right. Uh, lead lead actor, uh, what's his name? He's a pirate from pirates of the caribbean that hasn't yeah, come yeah. out yet yeah yeah uh, we're doing this like back in the 80s uh <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah yeah it's a, yeah he's he's a good actor but he's gonna uh, do big things i think i think and, he'll be all right uh this johnny burton guy though yeah, i don't see him burton. going anywhere uh, no he's blowing it he's blowing no, it i hope i but you know what give this man a charlie in the chocolate factory movie trust me that's gonna be a good mm. film okay uh, Okay. Okay. There you go, Henry. Score? That was yeah. no, 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 no. We got to do a score. What do you, what do you give the score? <laughs> oh, uh, Edward Scissorhands. I give like a. I give it a seven. All right. I'm going. I'm going six. Yeah, it's probably more a six to be honest. Nostalgia's probably like you know rose tinted glasses yeah. kind of thing. Whereas when I recently like rewatched a clip of Edward Scissorhands, I was like, was this as was this what I remembered it? You know what I'm remembering? All I'm remembering are the scenes with Vincent Price in that factory, like making cookies, and like that shit's a ten out of ten, and then the rest of the movie's like a five. So it you evens know, out to a six. That's a great transition to uh our viewer mail because cookies what are cookies cookies are food and ned we got our first piece of viewer mail so let me send this over to you dude i'm so excited right now i asked for viewer mail not really expecting anyone to take the time and this has just made my we, made my day i'm going to send it to you how do you want to do it man let me text it to you here we go dear blokes greetings from pandemic riddled los angeles uh greetings from the blokes you stay safe out there i'm a big fan of the pod thank you very much it has turned me onto some movies to watch while my youth slowly slips away working from home yep uh the god of cookery episode got me thinking what are your favorite food slash cooking scenes from movies my mainstream pick is from goodfellas when the crew is making meat sauce in their cell and paulie is slicing garlic with a razor blade i love that scene making me want to shove a meatball sub in my face every time for a niche pick though check out uh itami juzo's tampopo uh, i hope i got that right 1985 
The whole movie is filled with thoughtful food scenes that should satisfy your craving for overlooked Japanese movies from the 80s. Pun intended. Keep up the good work, and thanks for reminding me to drink water. It has helped me look less crusty, and I'm coming out of the pandemic looking absolutely stunning. Best wishes, the overlooked octopus from King Kong vs. <laughs> Godzilla 1962. <laughs> Dude, who's this, who's this from? I don't want to... <laughs> uh, it's from... Uh, the homie but we can also call him the overlooked octopus from king kong vs godzilla 1962 i'll just cut out the bit where you say because we never need he doesn't you know he clearly wants to be the octopus from king kong vs godzilla 1962 <laughs> thank you very much man it's uh, thanks for reaching out it's a great question uh probably won't answer it today but <laughs> uh, <laughs> No, man. Uh, that's a good question. I don't know if I can... Just food in movies? I think of, like... I mean, uh, it's basic as hell, but all the Ghibli movies, I could just watch them, like, eat to, like, lo-fi, you know, jazz medleys uh, until the day I die. Like, all the food in that. Especially, I think, when I watched Spirited Away, that's what, like, leapt out to me. Uh, I can't think of, like, a, just a... A food movie though sean you got anything i'm blown yeah, yeah i got i got a couple uh i did a little research i had a i had the same well i had the same thought as you initially i was like ghibli film mm. uh spirited away all the food scenes are amazing but i want i wanted something that was like actual food scenes that weren't animated because you can make anything look good animated so harold mm. and kumar the final scene where they spoiler alert they get white castle and the white castle burgers are all piled up that just yeah. makes me want to go to White Castle. I still have yet to go to White Castle, but while I'm on the East Coast, I think I'm going to need to make it happen. Um, and then from Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, when Ron is eating the turkey leg in the Great Hall, incredible scene, makes me want a turkey leg every time. And then finally, back to animated Walls and Gromit when they make it to the moon and they have cheese. I will. Oh, like I will. They're cutting, like, they're cutting bits it off the moon. and it looks like yeah. brie. Oh, no, I will. I will eat cheese after that every time. Sean, fuck you, man, for that deep British cut of like the original Wallace and Gromit. That uh, I feel like I've let my country down. <laughs> but yeah, that's great stuff. Um, outside of Spirited Away, I don't know. There's a great food scene in From Up on Poppy Hill, uh, which is kind of more one of the more slice of life Ghibli movies. The White Castle seems great. I uh, also I think of In and Out Burger and The Big Lebowski. They, there's you don't get like a good food shop, but they talk about In and Out so much that it always makes me want a burger. I, but uh, you know, The God of Cookery has really put me on the food movie. You know, I'm gonna check this one. You shout it out, Juzo's Tampopo. Is Juzo is Juzo's the director? Right? I've heard of Atami Juzo. So so actually uh said he would be willing to come on blokes to talk about it because he wrote like a dissertation on it dude's coming on dude's coming on the podcast fuck yeah i'd love that <laughs> all right man we'll sit we'll see the octopus king on a future episode of uh i i'm calling the i'm putting octopus from king kong together and now he's the octopus king which yeah i, think I is like a it pretty sick nickname but so there's <sighs> our first uh viewer mail and if you'd like to be our second viewer mail That's uh, so sick lights.cameras dot blokes at gmail.com and listen we're eight episodes in we've got like five consecutive listeners you you shoot us a movie recommendation you say you want to be on the podcast there's there's like maybe three people i'd turn away and uh, <laughs> and you're probably not one of them so write in please appreciate it dude uh so any any recs sean any recommendations for I, the crew? I uh 
Yeah, I think my rec this week is mountain bikes. Go get yourself a mountain bike. Uh, I've convinced my co-host to dive into the world of mountain bikes. It's fun. It's great. Go out, find something cheap, ride it into the ground. You'll you'll uh, you'll love every minute of it. I got a I got a Diamondback, twenty five pounds. Drove out and got it. It was not from like some bike thief looking for crack. It was like a sweet old man. So shout out that old man. I'm sure he's a listener. Uh, but yeah, I I back the the bike. I'm gonna be trying to fix it up. Which um I imagine it's like Lego, but like with it's more ambitious. So I'm excited. you're good at Lego, so I think you'll be fine. Pretty sick at Lego, sure. <laughs> that's uh, it's the one thing I open with whenever I'm seducing someone is uh you've got to see my my uh battle of helms deep lego set and uh it's usually not a euphemism but <laughs> it, it often is uh, <laughs> um i'm gonna say my wreck uh my wreck is gonna be a little sad because rest in peace to the show kim's convenience uh which sean got me on like he did bikes uh when I look back at the last two years, it's mostly shit Sean's got me on. But um, yeah, Kim's Convenient like, is a Canadian-Korean sitcom uh, about a family that run a convenience store. And it's just like very wholesome, easy watching, like very funny. It's I it definitely like one of my favorite easy viewing sitcoms. Uh, and it's a real shame uh, it didn't get to wrap up. I uh, I hear that the cast were like looking forward to concluding certain story elements, and they're upset they didn't get to do it. But everyone in that show's great. I I uh, I'm excited to see them pop up and other things. And go watch the five seasons of Kim's Convenience that are out now. It's all on Netflix, depending on where you are. R.I.P. R.I.P. And then uh, music wreck. I've been uh, listening on loop. This leave the door open. It's kind of a soul funk thing from Silk Sonic, which is Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars. And go check out the music video because the music video is amazing. So uh, a Bruno Mars, one of those artists I wouldn't think I'd like, but I, uh, I I like it. I back it. I back Bruno Mars, Sean. You know what? You can laugh at me all you like. Uh, you can bully me all you like, man. But yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you Bruno Mars. That's fine. Yeah, you can you can have Bruno Mars. <laughs> Thank you, man. Uh, and Drake, can I have Drake? No. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, these those are good wrecks. Good wrecks. So, movie uh, time. Yeah, I think it's movie time. I think we need to jump right in and uh, and do this thing. What are um, we talking about, Sean? Today we're talking about the 2020 low budget or medium budget, whatever you consider one million dollars to be. Um, Call it a B movie. B like movie, a... yeah, 2020 B movie, Psycho Goreman, PG for short, Psycho Goreman, uh, is a f- film directed by Stephen Katansky. Thank you. I <laughs> I didn't want to butcher that. <laughs> You've let me butcher it since we Thanks. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a it's a B movie, and for um, it was it's a Canadian film. Mm-hmm. Or the but the budget was in Canadian dollars, so uh, but converted the u.s dollars is about a million dollars u.s and ned why don't you give us a little little summary little rundown uh psycho gorman is a movie about a all-powerful alien demon demigod kind of fucker who uh has been enchambered in a tomb in earth but he is is released by these two little children and he goes out to destroy the world but unfortunately one of the children a little girl called mimi has 
dominion over him because she has the magical crystal that controls him and he needs it back if he wants to restore his power meanwhile aliens from this planet particularly pandora who is this angelic looking demon lady comes down to destroy him and then it's psycho gorman these kids and this uh angel demon woman duking it out it's it's full of it's a lot of makeup, special effect kind of stuff. Every kind of creature and demon looks different, and there's a lot of them. There's a lot of characters. It's a straight-up comedy. Uh, it's full of heads coming off, a lot of like fake blood going everywhere. A whole lot of gore, yeah. A whole lot of gore. Uh, this is... this. It reminds me of a rated R. Uh, it reminds me of a rated R Power Rangers. So. Yeah, well, that, oh, dude, I was going to get on to. I think we'll talk about like who I think this movie's for in a yeah. bit. But I will say because this episode is coming out while it's on uh, video on demand in America, it is not yet out in the UK. Uh, get a VPN. But I'll say that it's releasing on streaming in May. It's going to be on Shudder. It's a Shudder original movie. I think they produced it. Shudder, I would say, Sean, I know you I know you don't back these streaming services and, you know, let's, you know, not give any money to the arts and uh, <laughs> I know you hate culture, Sean. <laughs> no, you're rightfully like people burn away too much of their cash, like throwing it on streaming services and they forget about it and then they're spending $100 on shit they're not watching. But if you're a horror movie fan, Shudder, I think, like, is the, it's the one streaming service I've kept and paid for myself. It's a lot of, like, great B, C movie horror movies you'll find on there. The the original stuff they've been doing or the stuff they've at least been producing has been really good. Uh, they did a 20, I think it was 17 or 18 movie called Revenge that I fucking love so you should check out revenge on shutter yeah if shutter ever want to sponsor this get us. the money because i'm i'm a fan of the product uh but yeah um let's should, let's quickly say if we recommend this movie because it's a comedy and i think it's so good that it's not so much spoilers i'm worried about it's like we're going to discuss like the jokes and the costumes and that's all the stuff you should go in blind to so yeah uh, i'd highly know. recommend this movie for people of our nature i know that like like you were just saying, it's it's aimed at a certain crowd. And yeah, if you grew up watching Power Rangers and you ever had the thought, man, I wish they would just be really bloodied at the end of this fight, you're going to love this movie. If you liked Hot Rod, the movie, the comedy is basically the comedy of Hot Rod with gore added. So uh, yeah, that's really spot on. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's that kind of like quirky... I don't know. Uh, it's a quirky... I'd say what it is, it's like, if you like budget 80s movies, if you like John Carpenter, if you liked Robocop, if you liked They Live, this is very much aesthetically that. And it's got the kind of comedy of, like, I think a lot of internet videos, like a lot of yeah. niche, weird internet videos of the last 20 years. Yep. I would say we'll talk about it more in depth maybe but i'd say like the movies for any age if you're like a weirdo who likes that shit uh it's it's kind of wearing a so bad it's good kind of aesthetic but i think it's like it's all very purposeful i don't think it's a bad movie i think it's really great yeah uh, but i'd say this movie's for like any age but really who this film's for is if you're like it like it's you're going to love it if you're like 14, 15, and it's going to feel like a fun movie. You, We don't have any young viewer listeners, so uh, this is just more of an observation. It's like 14, 15 is like you're going to really enjoy this movie, but this film's for like you're 12 to 13, 
and you put it on and your parents don't know and you feel like you're getting away with something that's like yes when i would have been all about i am all about this movie now but that's like when this film this film is for the the 12 year old ned inside me i love it yeah no i i back that 100 percent so I go watch a it bit yeah. where yeah, i say 12 year old ned inside me or should we keep that sean <laughs> wait What's your cool? Uh, yeah, go watch it and uh, and stop listening now or keep listening. I don't mind. I, I feel like I feel like this one. The spoilers, like you said, are not. It's not the storyline. It's the joke. So we're not gonna we're not gonna go beat for beat on these jokes. So keep listening. Yeah. Okay. Bold, Sean. Bold. Uh, and like I say, it's coming to streaming in May. So I'd wait it out anyway and, and check it out uh, when it comes to Shudder. And you can get like a week's free trial. And then you can use the code BLOKES and it won't do anything. But maybe <laughs> Shudder will email us and get it to do something. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Why don't you try that? When when you go to sign up for Shudder, type in BLOKES. And if we get enough people typing in BLOKES, maybe that will trigger something at Shudder. Maybe, yeah. Shudder HQ will be like, why are they typing this, this isn't a code <laughs> uh, and they'll cool. look up blokes and they'll find a pretty cool skating vid and they'll never find us but yeah it's all good. Okay. yeah man psycho Gore man i loved it it was great uh, uh it was it was great it was um i went in not knowing anything about it i saw like the poster and i said this looks crazy uh and right off the bat there's the dodgeball scene where it's very be- like the very beginning of the movie the dodgeball scene kind of sets the stage for the whole movie you you understand right off like you understand that the director is just having fun with it because they have this crazy dodgeball scene and the music starts going it's the 80s kind of like cliche montage music um and then there's an interior shot or well there's a a shot from interior of the house and the music cuts and you just see how dumb the kids look playing this dodgeball game and then it goes back out and the music's playing again so you're like oh okay like they they get it like this is a b movie and it's supposed to be a b movie and it's that weird internet humor that i've grown to love so it sets and the stage for the rest of the movie the, the 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 kids are weird and the dialogue is larger than life but i think i was remembering how the sleepaway camp kids feel nothing like children whereas these kids like you remember making up super convoluted bull games with like your sibling right <laughs> and, right and uh, they click they click pretty well but it's the little girl mimi who <laughs> is just playing it up as this like mad super villain kind of thing and yeah. i don't know she's like i don't know 10 or, <laughs> or 11 or something probably and she's so she, I, she's great i mean i think she's like the next she was giving me bruce campbell from army of darkness kind of vibes mm. she's playing it like she's the coolest shit and she's like there's a great scene at the end where she is praying to jesus but then it turns out she's just asking what sunglasses to wear and then she snaps the crucifix over her knee and she's like i'm god now <laughs> and that's <laughs> or the, gonna think that's the worst or the best thing the, when they're doing brilliant. the knocks through the door and it's like they're knocking back and forth to talk and then she's like grandma's in hell forever <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's <laughs> that's great. the vibe she gives off yeah her delivery is is weird and it that's where i got the most like she's going for that internet humor thing like she'll just occasionally like scream these lines in the weirdest way that is is pretty consistently very funny so she's great and the brother on the flip side is like 
very bland and forgettable but then that's done kind of very purposefully like uh characters keep forgetting this kid's name <laughs> like uh oh yeah i've forgotten the kid's name and luke. he's just luke he's uh and he's playing it very boring but that kind of works uh you know playing off his sister and then they find the titular psycho gourmet uh sean what's this dude about i will kill you i will kill you <laughs> i will kill you I will kill you. (laughs) (laughs) That's what he tells the kids. Well, first Psycho Gorman, like, he... Ah, it's great. It's very, um... I'm trying to remember... trying to remember the movie, um... I'll never find it. Um... Psycho Gorman crawls out of this hole, which is very like, uh... God, I wish I could remember the name of the movie. It's like a 1980s Canadian horror film. And I'm gonna kick myself, because it's a pretty big cult movie. But, uh, he crawls out of this hole wanders over to an abandoned shoe factory and and it's the first kind of big kill of the movie where he punches these two guys heads off and then petrifies another man so that he's not dead but he can live eternity in agony and when the kids discover this horrific gory scene it's you know the kid accidentally knocks down um (laughs) knocks down the petrified guy Psycho Gorman's very upset. He's like, that's my masterpiece. (laughs) And that's where all the comedy really comes from, is is Psycho Gorman being this very heavy, you know, serious villain. And he's in the ridiculous circumstance of now, due to uh, the girl having found his crystal when they dug up his tomb, she now is in possession of him. So he's just doing goofy stuff with kids. Uh, Yeah, I love the Psycho Gorman, like, monologues where... It's the juxtaposition of how evil and sinister he is. And then Mm. either the people just not caring that he's that evil. So the kids mainly or or the parents of the kids who are just shocked by how evil he is. You know, the whole like my entire existence is built on death and destruction. Be worried. (laughs) Yeah. And when the parents meet him, she's like, oh, my God, is he going to kill us? And the girl's like, no, he's not going to kill me. He's like, the second I get a chance, I will kill you. (laughs) I I will kill you. He's like, no, he's He's a softy. I will kill you. Um, (laughs) And it's great. And like, they'll ask him, like, where are you from? And he'll go into this beautiful Shakespearean monologue of like, you know, <laughs> on the twilight eve of the Crimson Star, <laughs> I was born, and, and they'll kind of just get bored of him. And <laughs> yeah, he he explains his whole reason for being cast away in, into our world, and Luke and Mimi have brought along a friend, and that's exactly it. They like get tired of hearing what he has to say, and they just leave the shoe factory, and then and then randomly in the movie, Mimi has a i think she has a crush on luke's friend is that right and alistair is his name yeah and he he's kind of not giving her the time of day and so she six psycho gorman on him in a way and he just turns into a big brain that has he turns tentacles. into like a brainy blob with tentacles uh and there's the great scene where he's like am i gonna be like this forever and she's like probably and just kisses him on the brow <laughs> and he's like and he just crawls away it's uh it's that kind of really dark but funny stuff the 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 costumes remind me of a lot of things so there's you know the for the monsters definitely the the power ranger monsters um all of those costumes are like very realistic looking or or just done well uh the the like 
the gore reminds me of guar do you know guar the the music group that has costumes and a lot of blood and yeah, guts. yeah, yeah. so so it's kind of like guar meets power rangers and uh the special effects are all physical effects for the most part there there are scenes of like computer generated images but uh for the most part it's all done on camera and it looks great like all the gore looks on point there's a there's a bit at the end where he's ripping the bones and guts out of uh what's her name the the angel uh um pandora yeah so he's he's ripping the the bones and guts out of pandora to make a sword to fight pandora and it's the most badass thing like I've ever seen in a movie. That because I think the action like lands really well. Like when it's done being funny, it just it's dudes in like amazing costumes, um, like tearing each other to bits. Uh, there's a the the big action scene I think is probably uh, Psycho Gorman runs in with like his old kind of cronies and he's uh and they've all kind of betrayed him. Uh, Psycho Gorman eventually gets to like beating them up and he's tearing their heads off and and ripping them apart and then one of the great ongoing jokes is that a warrior's death in psycho gorman's universe is is to be eaten uh and he grants uh, a couple of his foes warrior's deaths and none of them want it there's an amazing like effect where this costumed psycho gorman like opens up his mouth and it looks fantastic and you see the body dragged into his huge gaping jaws it's great it's great so do you think uh we should give some scores yeah yeah i i was very into it man this is just like my kind of movie <laughs> like i'll say quickly then that my brain just went i'll say quickly like this is like my kind of thing like i'm all for like dumb action and this is exactly that for me like I just was thinking, watching these, like, costume dudes, like, tear each other's heads off and blood is gushing everywhere. And then, like, it, you're going to watch this and you're going to have a favorite creature because they all look so different. They all look great. Uh, I loved one of the dudes on, like, the Space Council who's just, like, a brain in a jar with teeth. Yeah, That's my favorite good. dude. We'll get him on the Instagram. That's atlights.cameras.blokes. Uh, you saw that? <laughs> there's uh, the, the, like crony that speaks japanese throughout oh uh, she's great yeah <laughs> i think it's a she yeah yeah and uh no i liked i don't know i like psycho gorman i it's it's He's not a great. shocking shocking uh favorite but he he looks amazing his his whole aesthetic is on point yeah just like this i was just thinking like watching all that practical stuff where like I'm sure a ton of work went into that and you can see where the money went, right? Like right, right. a million, a million bucks for all that. Well it's done. all costumes. Yeah. It's, it's all, all the costumes. costumes. It's all on gore. Like everyone did an amazing job that, you know, I think the cast is wonderful. And then I just had a flash, Sean, I had a flash of like Avengers end game where hundreds of millions of dollars are spent. So you can watch like Captain America and Spider-Man jump and punch a, an alien i'm like that's exhausting this is how you do action <laughs> like you just do in a rubber costume i can't you agree can more see like one looks like people were having fun making it and one looks like some poor fuck near a computer had to spend three months rendering fucking ant-man's left buttock <laughs> so <laughs> you know uh this is the way to go is what i'm saying yeah um God, eight out of ten, man. Eight out of ten. Solid movie. 
same eight out of ten it's a solid eight strong eight i would recommend it to many people yeah go watch this movie it it's fun this is this is a friday night you just Mm. ordered a little caesar's pizza for five dollars uh you sit down caesar's not could we get another brand in there sean just (sighs) pizza hut you got pizza yeah okay can we get another one just Um, i'm worried about uh, you, you get a KFC. Get a KFC. Uh, could we keep it in pizza though? Could we keep it pizza, in pizza? Uh, theme? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, a Papa John's. Yeah, Papa John's. But could we could we go for another? <laughs> yeah, go on, go on, man. Domino's. <laughs> Domino. Okay, man. Okay, if you got it, if you got it, if you got it, you get one of those four pizzas or all four, and you sit down with with your cold beverage of choice and. You just zone out, watch this movie. It's, it's you know, you're, you don't need to be thinking. You just need to escape to Psycho Gorman. Yeah. It's the first movie I've seen since I watched John Wick, where I came away going, my God, I cannot wait for that sequel. Like, yeah, give me more Psycho Gorman. Give me the Psycho Gorman cinematic universe. This movie owes itself to like, you'd watch two more easily. Uh, that, that's so true like i think you're yeah you hit the nail on the head like john wick the same feeling i got when he goes and avenges his dog basically yeah. is is the same feeling i got when i see psycho Goreman just like giving ripping. a dad directions to the highway uh, it's <laughs> the exact yeah it's the same thing um, yeah it's an amazing scene, by the way. An amazing scene. It's like a girl man giving directions to like a motorway. Oh god. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. Do it. Watch this movie, please. Watch it. And now uh Sean is gonna play us out with some beat poetry. Psycho Goreman, he's the man. Go and get it while you can. He's into hot dudes, and I know you are too. This is some psycho gourmet poetry. Fuck, I fucked it up at the end right there. God damn. No, but you kind of nailed it, man. Like it, it was. <laughs> Sean, wait, wait. Let me, me let me hit that last line. Yeah, go. This is some psycho gourmet poetry. Fuck, what did I rhyme it with? Uh, uh, who who gives a shit, man? I'm yeah. not going to cut any of that. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, dude, like the throwing you under the bus at the end of each episode is is now a staple, but. I gotta say, I'm always going in like Sean's, like, Sean will tell me to fuck off and we'll have a laugh, but you always meet the challenge. <laughs> you always meet the challenge. I, I gotta give my effort there. You know, you, you gotta, you gotta come, to, come to bat and give it your all. So, That was so beautiful. If you want more poetry from Culligan, write in uh, or just shoot him a DM. I'm sure he'll send you something custom. I want to throw out a huge thank you to the Octopus King for sending us our first viewer mail, Made My Week. A huge thank you to all our listeners and a huge thank you to Julian Kirk for doing the amazing intro music. If you want to check out more music from Julian or you want your own podcast intro, Julian has just launched Atlas Audio, and you can check that out on Instagram at Atlas Audio UK, all one word. Take a listen to some of his work. I think you're going to like what you hear. 
And just quickly to play us out a little bit of an apologies for, for getting this one out a little late. You try editing one of these while your parents are getting divorced. <laughs> just a little joke. They got divorced a long time ago. And I'm 25, so why would it matter to me? Uh, you already now know way too much personal information about me. Have a good week. cut at this point but let me let me hit that line one more time where uh talk about time because i fucked it up (laughs) if you can if you can throw it in if not if it sounds good if it sounds good you don't need to put this in but i'm gonna hit it okay for sure man time is a false construct that only exists for primitive beings unable to phase into the ninth dimension also i'm not lost